This is episode 109 for Tuesday, October 3rd, 2017, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week, we continue celebrating Oktoberfest with a collection of Martsons. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Sawyer, and together with Chris, Travis, and Eddie, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Drop by our website, brewstyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. All right, well, welcome back for another episode of Brew Styles. Uh, Hi, podcast cat. Yeah, he just walked in. <laughs> that child is still purring at me. Oh, oh I remember that. What? <laughs> I was drunk, that's... but I remember that. <laughs> uh, anyways, so uh, that's that was the, a good time. Yeah, that's the voice of Chris. How are you? I'm doing swell, thank you. Anything uh, new this week with beer? Uh, nothing except this Goza sucks. Okay, well, thank you for that. I'm not really impressed with my first attempt at a Goza, so it's definitely going to have to be tweaked. Sure, sure. Travis says it's okay, but I uh, I don't know. I'm sure the Dosarito really helps the flavor profile on that. Yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> and that's the voice of our special guest today, Powers. Hey. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. How are you doing? I'm doing quite well, actually. Yeah. Good. Ready to drink and uh, hopefully not get drunk and make an hour long drive home. But, you know. Yeah, well, welcome to my world. <laughs> Sometimes it takes him an hour to go like five minutes down the road to his house. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> As was demonstrated last week, though, you're quite the lightweight. Yeah. I just don't drink that often, so my tolerance oh, that's is... Bold. I was about to say. Like, <laughs> no, I drink once a week, and this it's here. I have seen... Uh, one hundred percent of the times I've seen you in the past, like three years, you've been drunk. <laughs> okay, touche. <laughs> uh, I'm drunk, <laughs> but lately that's my excuse. So mm-hmm. there, there we go. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, Travis, how are you, my friend? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, as far as my week in beer, I've had a lot of things happen that have driven me to drink beer. Mm. Yeah. So last weekend, I did all the manly stuff. On Friday, I I uh, fixed a washing machine with my bare hands. Mm. And on Saturday, I did a bunch of yard work. And then on Sunday, I'd, I did uh, automobile stuff and changed oil and air filters and stuff and uh, total stud stuff. So it was awesome. And then on Monday, the washing machine breaks again. You did a great job that first time. Yeah, yeah we got Tim <laughs> the Toolman Taylor over here. <laughs> And then I take the car into the shop because I noticed it had a coolant leak and I couldn't find it myself. And turns out the radiator's cracked, so oh. I had to replace that. And Your then car or Sarah's? Mine. Uh, yeah. 
It was a long time coming. I've been putting it off. Yeah. So I wasn't surprised. And then we had to buy a new washing machine. So because <laughs> your your uh, repair didn't stick. Yeah. Apparently not. So all of these things and all of these uh, price tags kept adding up and so I just kept pouring more homebrew. More homebrew and and then here we are. Then you ran out of homebrew. Almost. I did brew this morning though. So I will say that much. Yeah, I saw you hmm. checking the stubbies yesterday. Yep. Nice. I brewed a Roggen beer. Oh, okay. First time doing that style. Uh, which I don't believe we've ever featured on this podcast because it's a fairly uh, difficult style to find commercially. Yeah. Um, more a historical style now from uh, Germany. We'll definitely have to get Frato on for that one. Yeah. yeah. But it's basically it's a, a Dunkelweizen that's instead of brewed with wheat, it's brewed with rye. Yep. So it's fun. Cool. Mm-hmm. And I named it, Perhaps Today is a Good Day to Rye. <laughs> that's a long name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe like acronymize that. What would that be? Like P T Beer. Beer, yes, PT beer. There, I just renamed your well, beer. Well, it's just like the uh, my Swartz beer name. I think your Swartz is as big as mine. <laughs> All right then. Uh, well, uh, uh, but I am also drinking Chris's Goza, and I don't think it's nearly as bad as he does. Well, he also didn't add the Doserita to it. Yeah, he did a little bit. Just, oh, just a taste. Ugh. Is that really short can? I think I had like, you know, three fourths of it, um, and he has like a fourth. Of it. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, um, I don't think it's that bad. He thinks it's really salty and disgusting, but... I, I can see the salt, like, dripping down the side of the glass almost. Ugh. Well, my my weekend beer is... Uh, I had my engagement party, which all of you came to, and I'm very appreciative of that. Thank you, guys. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, Good you time. had two things on tap. I did. I did have two things on tap. I had a brown ale, which was a clone recipe of the Rabbit Hole Rapture Fusion brown ale. Um, turned out all right. I I liked it. What, uh, what did you call that again? Rapture Fusion. Brand. No, I mean, what what, what did wasn't oh, there a name? Oh, you mean my the name? Yes, that I your name. It. Yes, uh, the brown note. <laughs> oh, was that a poop joke? Yes. Yep. <laughs> it's a South Park joke. Yeah. Yeah. Symphony Number no. Fifteen. Mm. The brown note. Episode Fifteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I had a uh, lemon and lime pale ale on tap, uh, which blew. I've never had a keg blow at a party before. Nice. Uh, Did you tap so, it that day also? Uh, yeah. I mean, we didn't pull anything off before that. So, wow. Yeah, okay. but it wasn't a full keg. It was only like three and a half gallons. So either way, it's still blue. So I was happy about it. It was super easy to drink on like that hot day, especially yeah. if you're standing outside. Yeah, so that was really nice. So I'm actually going to rebrew that one, and I'm probably going to do 10 gallons of that one. Nice. Um, so I can have more ready to go and uh, drink more of it. Because I still have quite a bit of the brown left. Sweet. So, it was good. Both of them were good. I enjoyed Thank it. you. Thank you. Just so you know, I have plans to brew a brown ale also on Wednesday of this week. And I also named Wednesday. it the Brown Note, but it was not after you. Oh, no. That's yeah. So, I don't, want, I don't want you to think that I'm stealing your names. No, that's fine. I, I trust yeah. you. It's cool. You stole but, his but, name. But why Wednesday? <laughs> well, that's the day that our washer is being delivered to our house. Oh, so and somebody has off. to be there. Yeah. Uh, so I'm coming down with a stomach flu on Tuesday night and miraculously feeling better on Thursday morning. <laughs> Why don't you just hmm. take a day off? Yeah. You don't have discretionary days? No, I do. No. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> but it's more fun this way. <laughs> it's like, <coughs> I'm sick. 
and live life dangerously. <laughs> Hopefully no one from uh, your school is listening. <laughs> Not that it wouldn't matter. Oh, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. That's what I was telling. Travis, I'm sure you have like 50 days now, don't you? Something like that. Actually, exactly 50. I looked oh, it up my God. Yeah. 35 from the state and then 15 from the district. Good Lord. So, I'm sitting at like 25 or 30 right now. I have zero because so, uh, <laughs> I don't get those. Well, the last three years, I've taken like one day off. Yeah. And that yeah. was when I went down to Austin for the MotoGP. It's really more of a pain <laughs> to take a day off than it yeah. is to just do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks to our listeners for uh, tuning in yet again. Absolutely. Uh, ramble on for a little while. Yeah, definitely keep listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't hit the subscribe button on that there iTunes, subscribe. Uh, be sure to do that because uh, we are everywhere. Literally, we have Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, everything, Facebook. Instagram. We are everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> we so, are in your room. Be sure to check us out. <laughs> All right. So today, Martins. See, back in studio. Back in yes. studio. Three point oh. <laughs> That's been a while. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> possibly a four coming in the future. An yeah. upgraded, upgraded studio. Yeah, we're gonna have to figure that out. Okay, I'm. I have. I know nothing of this, so I'm Uh-oh. just gonna nod my head. Management didn't tell everybody at the podcast what's happening. <laughs> oh, I. You know. You no, know, I remember now. Yeah, I was just that. I'm okay. moving. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's a good reason to have a new studio. I'd, I'd love to see the look on the new owners' faces when, like, we just try to like show up and have a podcast. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Lucy, I'm home. <laughs> That'd be funny. So, anyways, yeah. um, who would like to take mm. a take it away here with the uh, the guidelines? I'll read the guidelines. Okay. Somebody gonna? Does anybody have any kind of history ready for this? Well, I guess we did the mm-hmm. history on the first one. We could mm-hmm. say, please mm-hmm. reference episode. <laughs> it was episode fifteen. Uh, I don't know. Was it? Fantastic. All right, so this is style 6A, Martzen. Overall impression. An elegant, malty German amber lager with a clean, rich, toasty, and bready malt flavor. Restrained bitterness and a dry finish that encourages another drink. That's my favorite part. (laughs) Taking another drink. The overall malt impression is soft, elegant, and complex, with a rich aftertaste that is never cloying or heavy. Aroma. Moderate intensity aroma of German malt. Typically rich, bready, somewhat toasty with a light bread crust note. Clean lager fermentation character. (laughs) No hop aroma. Caramel, dry, biscuity, or roasted malt aromas inappropriate. Very light alcohol might be detected but should never be sharp. Clean, elegant malt richness should be the primary aroma. Appearance. Amber orange to deep reddish copper should not be golden. Bright clarity with persistent off-white foam stand. Flavor. Initial malt flavor often suggests sweetness, but finishes moderately dry to dry. Distinctive and complex maltiness often includes a bready, toasty aspect. Hop bitterness is moderate, and the hop flavor is low to none. German types of hops. Complex, floral, herbal, or spicy. Hops provide sufficient balance that the malty palate and finish do not seem sweet. The aftertaste... <laughs> 
<laughs> that's good timing in that one. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, the aftertaste is malty with the same elegant, rich malt flavors lingering. Noticeable caramel, biscuit, or roasted flavors are inappropriate. So, caramel, biscuit, or roast is inappropriate. Clean lager fermentation profile. Mouthfeel. Medium body with a smooth, creamy texture that often suggests a fuller mouthfeel. Medium carbonation. Fully attenuated without a sweet or cloying impression. Maybe slightly warming, but the strength should be relatively hidden. I'll go ahead and read the comments. Modern domestic German Oktoberfest versions are golden. See the Festbier style for this version, so that it's different than the Martzen. Martzen's going to be the dark one. Festbier is going to be the light one. Export German versions, to the United States at least, are typically orange, amber, and color. Have a distinctive toasty malt character and are most often labeled Oktoberfest. American craft versions of Oktoberfest are generally based on this style and most Americans will recognize this beer as Oktoberfest. Historic versions of the beer tended to be darker towards the brown color range, but there have been many shades of Martzen uh, when the name is used as a strength. This style description specifically refers to the stronger amber lager version. The modern Fest beer can be thought of as a pale Martzen by these terms. It's a shady beer. See. Vital statistics. OGs 1054 to 1060. IBUs 18 to 24. FG 1010 10 to 1014. SRM 8 to 17. And ABV 5.8 to 6.3%. Kiss Worm is important to know what it does or what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. All right. Commercial examples are Burgerlicious. Er, Saulfelder. I'm sorry, say Wait, that Wait, I'm sorry, one more time. Birgerlichus, Lickus. Did you Burger- just lick my glass? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Hackershore, original Oktoberfest. Polliner Oktoberfest. Veltenberg, Kloster, Anno 1050. Those are your commercial examples. So I don't know that Powers knows this, but Hackershore is my absolute favorite. Hackershore is thebomb.com. Yeah. (laughs) I think think on the one that I listened to on my way here, you did mention that. Okay. On the stout or the coffees? Yeah. (laughs) For some reason, it was there. It comes up in every single episode. Uh, Almost. Just Just making sure. Just making sure. Except for episode 15. Right. I would like to mention that from that Coffee Stout episode, I did take offense to the fact that you guys uh, used gas station coffee as a bad example of coffee when I, in fact, work at a gas station. (laughs) All right? (laughs) Did not even use me as the example of good gas station coffee. You guys used 7-Eleven. I like 7-Eleven coffee. They're always giving away coffee for free. Not always, but a lot. Come of to time. my store. Come to quick. Come to my quick trip. Preston yeah, let me Alpha. drive all the way up to where is it? Plano, <laughs> uh, Galleria area, Preston and Alpha. Yeah. Oh okay. my god. Yeah, let me drive all the way up there for a cup of coffee, and then yeah. drive to Waxahachie. <laughs> I'll stick to my. Uh, it's there, Maxwell House. <laughs> you know, we uh, as we record this, the Munich Oktoberfest is wrapping up, and we had a few friends, or at least Facebook friends, that went up to Munich uh, a week or two ago mm-hmm. to actually visit it. Uh, Fritz Rahr and. and uh, Brennan Stubblefield, and they posted a few live videos that I really enjoyed watching because it kind of gives you a, an inside look about what happens. And one of them in particular, they're inside a giant tent, and there was you know tables everywhere, music was playing, and they were being served beer in the one liter steins, 
But I did notice that they filled up the sign about halfway with beer, and then the rest of it was all foam, all headstand. Huh. And so I wondered if that was a traditional way of serving it in Germany. Um, it might be. So that you don't give somebody just a full liter of, of actual alcohol. But once it dissipates, it turns into beer. Not completely. It's like the real loose, foamy, bubbly head, though. So now, were they actually serving it out of the the wooden casks? That I don't know, because all I just saw was them at the table, and they were like on the upper level looking down. Because you usually get more foam when you serve out of those anyway, so it might just be the way that it's served. So, I don't know. Yeah. It's a good question. So, I wondered about that. Interesting. I don't know. Because who am I to tell the Germans how to serve beer properly? Mm-hmm. Maybe we're doing it wrong. Maybe so. Mm. There's like that video somebody was sending out with the, the guy. It's like, people don't pour their beer correctly. Cause you to get like all gassy on the inside whenever you eat. You remember that? Uh, I can't say that I do. He takes the napkin and dips it in the beer and it like foams over. <sighs> oh, yeah. No, I don't think I've seen that. No. He's talking about people not pouring correctly. Like, you're supposed to pour to dissipate a lot of the carbonation. Mm. But people who you know pour their beard like, all the way full to the glass where it's just liquid, there's still a lot of carbonation in solution. And so he's saying that that's not correct. I'm not sure that's correct. I can't tell you one <laughs> time when I've been pissed off when a server has brought a glass to me and the liquid has been all the way to the top. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I haven't really been too mad about that. Yeah, yeah, me either. <laughs> so anyway, maybe maybe Trump will tweet about it though. It's an outrage. <laughs> yeah, that beer is being served all the way to the rim. We should all protest. Mm-hmm. I want head and I want it to be huge. Bet you that bartender knelt while they were pouring that beer. <laughs> <laughs> there are definitely some bad hombres here today. <laughs> outrage. All right, we got some really good Martin examples. That we uh, can't wait to bring to you, and we can't wait to drink them, so let's get to it. Well, do we need to talk anything about history? There's no history. Nope, no history. just beer. There couldn't possibly be any this history is not to Oktoberfest. looking for. <laughs> As the name suggests, brewed is a stronger March beer in March and lagered in cold caves over the summer. Modern versions trace back to the lager developed by Spaten in 1841. Contemporaneous to the... Do- <laughs> wow. To the development of Vienna Lager. However, the Marzen name is much older than 1841. The early ones were dark brown, and in Austria, the name implied a strength band 14 Play-Doh rather than a style. The German Amber Lager version, in the Viennese style of the time, was first served at Oktoberfest in 1872. A tradition that lasted until 1990 when the Golden Fest beer was adopted as the standard festival beer. Cool. Clearly, there's something interesting happening on the TV behind me because nobody was paying attention to what I said. And I was, <laughs> I mean, football. Whatever. Also, this is Oktoberfest episode 3.0. So, Truth. as a listener, if you came to episode 3 to get learn the history, You're doing what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> and there are two other episodes where we spent lots of time talking about it. Yeah, well. We're just, your, we're just here to have history. fun and drink beer. Yeah. I'll do that as soon as I hit the subscribe button today. Ooh, I like oh, it. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I'm glad you all asked what was coming up next, because it's, it's a doozy. Is it? Yes. Uh, this is the Hackershore. Go figure. Amber Martson. Ringing in at a 5.8% AVB. ABV? 
<laughs> ABB. He's obviously not in on the joke. Nope. No, I'm this not. This rings in at a hardcore 4% ABV. <laughs> hardcore. Anyways. It's also our... Including the com- the commercial examples. Yes, it is our commercial example for it's today. It's our commercial example yes. for today. Mm-hmm. So, let's check it out. So, check it out! <laughs> Less is more, Travis. (laughs) I kind of disagree with that. Uh, Very, very clear. Yeah. Yeah. It's brilliantly clear. I would Mm -hmm. say it's a nice cupper. Cupper? Yes. Yeah. A light cupper. Like a penny. Good uh, foam. Small bubbles. Mm -hmm. Malty aroma. Very, very malty. Yeah. I would say some toast, toasty notes. You think so? Like bread crust. I'd say that. A little bit of sweetness on the aroma. Yeah. Mm. Tastes like yummy. (laughs) I need to go buy more. (laughs) Same same light toasted character in the flavor. Um, Nice malt backbone, but it's not sweet. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. It does finish drier than you might expect. A little, yeah. No hop character no. whatsoever. Mm-mm. I could drink this all day. <laughs> With that being said, this is my favorite beer of all time. Clearly. I mean, it's... It's the best! Huh? Have you seen that commercial? I think it's Sam Adams. <laughs> Where the guy's like... Up against the big display of uh-huh. the cases of beer, like yeah. hugging it. I could see you doing that with a, a display of Hacker Shore. If there was one, I would. Um, You'd have to have Courtney take a picture or something so you could, we could you see You just have it. to make sure he keeps his pants on. Uh, yeah. Well, you <laughs> Don't know. Don't get too excited. <laughs> I, I went to a, a foreign store to me. Uh, I went to the Louisville Total Wine looking for this. Because I was going to buy a case of it. You know? Hangzhou... He said he went to a foreign store. I did go to a foreign store. It was foreign to me. (laughs) I mean, they had beer on the same aisle as liquor. Oh my! Oh my! Oh! I mean, it 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 was a it was a travesty. Outrage. Was it next to the boxed wine? No, it was not actually. (laughs) But that had its own aisle. I uh, I actually had to ask for help looking for this. Because mm-hmm. I, I could not find it to save my life. You noob. S- to that store, yes. <laughs> yes. If if it weren't for having to be at a marching contest all day yesterday and then having to pick up a empty hard case from my tuba from a guy in Oklahoma, <sighs> I would have gone to the Arlington store. Ooh. Yeah. Going to Oklahoma is never a good time. Well, no, he came to me this time. Oh, okay. I, I, went, I went to Oklahoma to pick up the tuba. Mm-hmm. But anyways, well, the flavor of this one is not sweet at all, but it has that that malty character. It's got a little sweetness to it. Well, it's it finishes a lot drier than what you would think. Yeah, but and that's not necessarily sweetness. Well, it's called an appreciable sweetness. Yeah, I would agree with mm-hmm. that statement. Well, I'm getting a lot more of the the bread crust than I am any kind of sweet character. I'd agree. Well, with that. no, I agree with that too. But it's still there is some sweetness to it. This is pretty much what I would expect from a commercial example. Um, it's 
I mean, it has enough flavor to be interesting, but also light enough to drink several of them in a row if you needed to. Mm-hmm. Or wanted to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I would, would be like yeah. a good lunch beer. Yeah. Okay. A long lunch beer, because I'd want a few of these. <laughs> Word. <laughs> I'm going to take about like three hours at lunch and Man, just drink could, this. If I could drink on my lunch breaks. <laughs> well, there, there's some, like I worked for a company that if you went to a company lunch, you were allowed to have one alcoholic drink at lunch. Hmm. And uh, I think something like this would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Let me get a Jack and Coke and make it a quadruple, please. <laughs> How much can you fit into a gallon jug? <laughs> I'll take a one liter Stein. <laughs> it's like the have you seen those wine glasses that can hold an entire glass, uh, entire bottle? Well, of yeah, wine? They, they, they like screw the glass <laughs> onto the bottle. Well, I'm talking about just a big wine glass. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen those. Mm. There's they've got ones now that where they have the glass attached to the yeah. bottle. Yeah, and so it's like you're drinking the entire bottle, but it looks like you're drinking from a glass. Right, oh, the bottle. God. All right, so obviously our, our BJCP rating on this one would be forty, you know, high forties, yeah. forty five plus. Yeah, pretty I mean, straightforward on that. It's one. a commercial example. Yeah, Key Merkel example. Yeah, Key Merkel. My palatability rating, like Steve Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, fun fact: Uh-oh. if you remember back to when we started the palatability rating, here's a fun fact. <laughs> I think he said that already. It was <laughs> full of fun facts. Oh, thank you. Um, it was Fest Beer. Wasn't it, it was episode 15. Was <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're drunk already. No, I'm not. Uh, That's he's just had funny. half of a hacker short. <laughs> <I'm> f- <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh. Anyway, so, because it was Fest Beer. The whole reason that Fest Beer was uh, created was to be more poundable more poundable yes and so mm. that's uh yeah. that's how the poundability rating started so from that's the truth from i guess zero i don't think yeah. we've ever said zero but Here we from, are three years later from uh, zero to ten yeah. you know ten being the most poundable uh what would your rating be eleven <laughs> yeah this is i i t- okay nine point five then mm. just to leave that a little extra Half a for point the, for, for the, the fest, fest beer. No, yeah, I'll, I'll, go to, I'll go to twelve for the fest beer. <laughs> I'm um I'm I'm, I'm going to reserve my poundability rating here at a nine to ten, just because I don't want to set my bar too high in case something That's else fair. blows me away. That's well, fair. you know this, yeah. but this is the the style of beer that is designed to be poundable. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, that's so, why it's so high. Like, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not saying it's like. Well, it could be. Any, it could be a five. Could be a ten. I don't know how yes. the rest. You know, I don't know beer. Um, but you know, it's it's definitely like it's great. It yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. A lot of the American examples we're gonna have later too are also fuller, thicker, more flavor. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll notice the difference <laughs> between how easy this one was to pound mm-hmm. versus what we're gonna have later on too. But that's American, you know. Yeah, America. America. Whoa, let's move on. Flip, yeah, because we're not explicit. <laughs> but we. Ag- so we're gonna take a little sidebar here for a second. Where's the bar? <laughs> to the side. Oh, well, which way? Uh, is it with the band that goes that way? I'll explain that later. Never mind. <laughs> anyway, since we were talking about fest beer. And we just had a commercial example of the Martzen. We thought we'd have a commercial example of the Fest beer to kind of compare the two. You know, how are they different and why and all that sort of thing. So we have uh, the Weinstefaner Fest beer. And uh, this is 5.8% ABV. 
feel like that was higher than Hacker Shore. Uh, no. Uh, I think it's dead no. on it. No, yeah, it's the so same. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, obviously, alcohol content doesn't really think, really have anything to do with poundability for these Oktoberfest beers. Mm-hmm. So, How festive are these beers? I mean, do they like to party? Or do they just like to hang out? <laughs> We're going to find out. So, this one's ridiculously Coming clear. Coming up next. On up next, DMS. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's basically gold. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Color difference is immediately noticeable. Clarity's the same. Mm-hmm. It's pea yellow, white bubbly foam. Uh, that's kidney failure. <laughs> <laughs> no. Welcome to medical styles. <laughs> this is this is five thirty in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to pea styles. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, oh man! So when I first poured this, I was getting a decent amount of skunk. Yeah, um, I, I was trying to figure out how to describe that. I wasn't. I didn't want to say like it just stank or something like that. But 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 but, but, but it's in a brown bottle. <laughs> well, you can still light strike like or brown bottles. It's. I think it has but more or less to do with beer color. Mm-hmm. Mm. Obviously, the green and the clear bottles do a lot worse at blocking light but word it still gets through if it was there before it's gone now because i'm not really picking up much skunk at all did you pick it up when you first poured it i didn't smell it when i first poured oh, okay. it okay hmm. yeah i let it sit i definitely got it yeah i i agree with sample i got a little bit of it too so hmm. no i get some uh crackery notes yeah yeah more crackery than bread crust like, like we got in the last yeah. one yeah maybe like white bread <laughs> not the crust but like the the actual bread part what about mm-hmm. biscuits mm. I don't think biscuits is appropriate I know it isn't appropriate for the Martin well I mean Waffle House serves them 24-7 so I mean oh, geez. Um. actually I was going to say it reminds me of a wing stop <laughs> you guys just have a drop for everything? <laughs> Pretty much. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, okay, so flavor on the Fest beer medium to medium high multi flavor initially with a lightly toasty bread dough quality and an impression of soft sweetness, medium to medium low bitterness. Definitely malty in the, uh, yeah, definitely malty in the balance. Well attenuated and crisp, but not dry. Medium low. To medium, floral, herbal, or spicy hot flavor. I do pick up a little bit more hop in this, kind of like in a Pilsner. I like um, the term doughy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, clean lager fermentation character. The taste is mostly a Pils malt, but with slightly toasty hints. The bitterness is supportive, but still should yield a malty, flavorful finish. Mm-hmm. So Bitterness I, is there, yes. And I do pick up some of the kind of floral, herbally hop character a little bit i agree yeah so very very easy to drink very clean uh mm-hmm. good flavor i'd put this up there drinkability with you know a good pilsner yeah for being the world's oldest beer this is uh tastes pretty fresh you know <clears throat> <laughs> going back to your coffee oldest, podcast <laughs> world's oldest brewery going back to your coffee podcast is this something that 100 year old people would like Probably, because <laughs> it's been around since the year 1040. Yeah. 
back when I was knee high to a grasshopper. Well, it's older than ten fifty. Hmm. I like ten fifty, just barely. Not quite to tree fifty though. <laughs> no. Uh, it just says visit us at www.totalbeveragesolution.com. It'd be That's, funny if they had the first website. That sounds Visit generic. us at www.one. <laughs> Beer.com. Actually, it'd probably be beer.de. <laughs> it'd probably be b-i-e-r.de. Yeah. Five palindability writing. <laughs> I don't know. Let's find out. Agree with the, uh, with the drop there. Oh, I moved my 9.5 from last one up to a 10 on this one. Easily a ten, quite poundable, very flavorful. This beer goes to eleven. Oh, yeah, I could. Yeah, this is this is one of those that I would actually drink a lot of quickly just to get more of it because it's that good. Actually, our first power hour, I'm pretty sure I I had a fest beer. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and you wanted to test it out. Yeah, and it was fantastic. I uh, completely enjoyed that power hour. I think I drank <laughs> this, the Hackershore. Yeah, I think you did too. Yeah. Travis, yours. I had a session IPA. Yeah, that's right. For the first founders. one. Founders. And the second mm-hmm. one. What did we do the second one? I don't remember what I drank on that one. Because that's the one that uh, that Mike was here for, and he had. Oh, he had the. Uh, the, uh, the green bottle. What's it? Heineken? Yeah, Heineken. I don't know why I couldn't think of the name of that. Well, you have a Heineken windmill clock right behind me. Oh, that's don't true. Know. I could have looked over here. <laughs> Oh, that's not that bad. Oh, no, that's pretty bad. Ooh. <laughs> that was when he had to take a but, shot of the malt liquor. Oh, yeah. We had that hot bottle of malt liquor. Like like Mickey's or so- something similar to that? Yeah. yeah. I think it was Old English or something, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the uh, the punishment for answering a question wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're doing like trivia questions. That was fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you got the question wrong, then your next power hour shot had to be the malt liquor. Oh, <laughs> No, I thought it was in addition to that. Was it? I think it was. Malt liquor! Yeah. Can I just tell you guys, I sell an offensive amount of malt liquor at Quick Trip. <laughs> like, like it is awful. Like, Mickey's and all of those other things. We don't carry Old English, thank God. But, you know, it's just... What is uh, the most purchased? Most liquor? purchased? Yeah. Um, Bud Light. No, the malt liquor. Oh. Yeah. I mean... Like um, hurricane. Steel Reserve. Yeah, Steel Steel Reserve is pretty much right up there, along with their like several flavors, like blackberry and pineapple. Blackberry. Blackberry, yes. <laughs> yes, those are probably the most purchased um, as far as that goes. And yeah, we sell them in the big 24-ounce cans, and yes. they out, they always ask for the paper bag, too. So Naturally. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't be expected to wait to get home, so yeah. <laughs> Not that that's hiding it, because if you've got a 24-ounce can in a paper sack, then obviously everybody knows We're going to know. <laughs> it just makes you feel better. Like, it makes you feel a little bit less like a drunk. Although I'm not... I, although I'm going to be honest, like, seeing how... Some, well, I'm not going to get into, like, bashing on customers here, but let's just say, like, appearances are not forefront of, on their minds sometimes. Uh, traditionally, it's drank out of a paper sack. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I have bought my so, yes, fair share of malt liquor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, Mickey's is kind of the, the go-to whenever I'm feeling it. Mm-hmm. I like Coors Light. A little green bottle. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, the best is when someone buys, like, one of those uh, fruity drinks, 
like the the, the aritas the well yeah one of those or like the bud light lime aritas or something oh, and they also gross. get and they buy an empty cup with it and it's like oh so you need this to go okay good <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> well, that's actually a good idea yeah <laughs> i don't know that i'd use a straw though that'd be weird here drink beer out of a straw yes <laughs> However, do you remember that time we all drank MGD sixty four? Oh god, that was so awful. It was Mad so dog, it was so bad that, that was even worse. Also, went across the street to McDonald's and got a hundred chicken nuggets for all of us so we could eat it and get yeah. the taste out of our mouth. Yeah, actually, I think that was the MGD sixty four lemonade. Oh, which <laughs> is even worse. Oh, it was god awful. Yeah. Anyway, so we did pound a beat on this one. Did we do? Um, BJCP, BJCP, yeah, forty-three means, yeah, yeah. There's no, no question. Yeah, nine as far as in the fest beer category, not Martin style fest beer. Yeah, in the fest yep. beer, it's forty-three. Yeah, it's very festive. It likes to party. All right, well, let's get on with the rest of our Oktoberfest Martins. Oh boy! So we've had some good German examples, and now we're going to move to an American standby from Samuel Adams. Boston Beer Company. This is their Oktoberfest. Please drink responsibly. Absolutely. This is listed oh. at 5.3% oh, ABV. So it's lower than the uh, German ones we've had, both the Fest Beer and the Martin. And it's also a, what, 16 IBU? So It's also much darker. It, whoa, way, whoa, 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 yes, whoa, whoa, this one is way it's darker. It's clear as balls. I wouldn't agree with the drop there, but, uh, I mean, it's it's definitely clear. I mean, oh, oh. Interesting. But hmm? dissension in the ranks. It's not clear as balls. No. Our balls actually clear though. Well, well someone to Google that. It is much darker. I clearly have them. I would say it's pretty dang clear. I don't <laughs> Well, it's clear. I mean, I can see sample pretty clearly. Can you see my balls? Yeah, it sounds see like chlamydia. Your, see your forehead. I don't want to <laughs> see your balls. <laughs> I mean, uh, his like five a, head, a beige, beige colored yeah. uh, foam on the top. <laughs> I thought you never mind. <laughs> <laughs> he thought that you were still talking about his balls. Balls, <laughs> balls. <laughs> All right, sorry. Balls. Back to the beer. I can't wait to get a big long sausage in me. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Whoa, that escalated that way escalated too quickly. quickly. Malty aroma. Yeah, can get definitely catch that bread I'd smell. Say, yeah. A higher level of sweetness than the other ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, bready as well. I would certainly agree with that. Possibly a higher hop character than the other ones. Ooh, diacetyl. Uh-oh. Big did, time. Did you no, just learn a word? Yes, I did. Thank you. <laughs> I don't pick up any diacetyl. Thank you, Webster's Dictionary. Is that our $10 word for the day? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I don't pick up any diacetyl. I do. I do get more bitterness. I don't. I get I get mm. diacetyl bomb. Could, could could we define diacetyl for those of us who are uneducated? Butter, lots oh. of lots of butter. Okay, I'm not sure I get that much. Like you, you seem to really emphasize that. I'm not sure I get yeah, that no, much. I, I get it a lot. Huh. I don't know. Maybe it's drinking the fast beer before this, but I don't get any. It it does have a fuller mouthfeel, and it's a little creamier. Yeah. Maybe it's the cream that I'm getting. What are we talking about today, Sawyer? I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not as dry a finish as that Hacker Shore, I'd yeah. say. No. Yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah, this one's definitely fuller. Fuller mm-hmm. bodied, fuller in, in flavor. Fuller house. Two. No. <laughs> well, I also not do not pick up any diacetyl. But then again, Sorry, I've, I've never been super attenuative to it. So, Well, this attenuative. just... Re- I think that's a word. Attenuative? Attenuative. I can't even like, say that. Yes, attenuative. Oh, there we go. I like that better. <laughs> attenuative. Like you pick it up, you detect it. Because, yeah. Like somebody. And that's something I've learned over judging the past few years is that some people will be more sensitive to some things than others. Yeah. You know, somebody sitting across them was like, oh, my God. All I get is just whatever they say. And then you're like, I, I don't really get that. But... Okay. If you're confident. Here, here's why I say diacetyl. Okay. Uh, and no offense to legal draft. Uh, but they're blonde. This reminds me a lot of their blonde. Lots okay. and lots of butter. Well, I just, I, I do get the creaminess and maybe the slickness on the tongue. But I don't, I don't know that I'd say better. Just butter. Just because, like, I, I don't see butter in the legal draft blonde either. I do get a creaminess and a, a slickness on the tongue, but I I don't pick up butter. Samuel Adams is too big to fail. Yeah, I, was about to, I mean, like, yeah, it's just so malty. I'm just not really picking up. Like, it's uh, I'm I'm picking up that malt so much more than any other flavor in the profile. Like, I don't think that Sam Adams would have a flaw like that because that's pretty significant, and that that's a brewing process thing and a fermentation thing. I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna stick to my guns here. That's fine. As they say in band, if you're gonna be wrong, <laughs> if you're gonna make a mistake, make that mistake loud. Shout yeah. it from the rooftops. Make it a big one. Because none of us can tell you what you do or don't taste. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, my 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 mistake is freaking forte, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's fine. Quadruple F. It's good. It's not as good as the German examples. Gosh, it's just it's I think just it's like, too sweet for for my taste. Yeah, it's um, it's not as immediately drinkable or poundable as you guys would say. Right. Um, I'd I'd probably put this closer to about a seven on poundability, just because I can enjoy it. I can ha- I, I can have a good time with it. Maybe bump that down to a six. I don't know. Um, I'm still trying to figure out because I've never thought about beer and poundability rating. So I'm gonna go six or seven as far as that goes for me. So what's your poundability rating on this one, huh? <laughs> I think it's heavy. Like it's not. I wouldn't say it's a full mouthfeel, but it just it sits heavy. Sounds like a gravity me. issue. Yeah. Well, I said that too. Fuller, and I think we're talking yeah. about the same yeah. thing. Just saying different words. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's it's thicker. There's more flavor. There's more, just more about it. And it's it's strange because it's higher in alcohol, but it also ah no. I thought it was. It, it was lower. It 5. was 5.3. Point, point oh, okay, okay. Point so 0.5 lower than the last one. I misunderstood then. So this guy's lower than the other so two that, Okay, so then that kind of proves what I was going to say then. It kind of tastes and feels like it's under attenuated. Okay. I think if they if they fermented it a little bit more, fermented it down some more, I think it would be much more drinkable. Because hmm. it is a little heavy. It's a little sweet. Ferment okay. it down some more, and I would like it a lot more. Hmm. So, poundability. Oh, I so what's your poundability nine. rating on this one, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome to Brew Styles. Oh, thank you. I, I was about to say, Sawyer, you're about a couple minutes behind, behind me. My bad. My bad. I'm I was, was going to say like six on this one also. Yeah, yeah I was actually going to say five. Yeah. 
Because of that diacetyl? Yeah. Diacetyl. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, pretty. <laughs> I'd, I'd say a seven. Uh, yeah. Seven. And for BJCP? Mm. I'd probably say high, thir- high 30s. Still high 30s. Yeah. 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 It doesn't uh, It doesn't violate any of those qualities that you guys were talking about. Like, like it, no. it's, th- there are no, like egregious violations or anything like that. Right. there's that hoppiness which would i'm yeah. sure brings it down right well um, I, yeah because it said the the guidelines did say that uh there should not be detectable um bitterness or hop profile mm-hmm. now in the fest beer some was allowed mm-hmm. but for the martin no right and so there is a bitterness which is strange because there's, it's more bitter and it's got a sweeter finish than what uh martin would normally have i'd probably go with 37 yeah that's kind of what i was thinking so it's not bad it's just different it's mm-hmm. you know everything americanized version of something sure is yeah. gonna be i, I don't want to say worse but it's going to be different Over the top yeah everything more, that more we intense. do is yeah everything that americans do with their beers is more intense so you, you know you get an english ipa or whatever and then you get an american ipa and it's you know over the top America. So, this is the Legal Drift IPA. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> All right, moving on. Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, so, our next beer is the Brooklyn Oktoberfest from Brooklyn Brewery. It is a brewery based out of Utica, New York, or Utica. I don't know how you actually pronounce that. Um. It's ringing in at 5.5% ABV, and it was an Oktoberfest I saw at Total Wine, so this is going to be the first time I've ever had it. Um, also, yeah. Same for us on yeah. the podcast. First time for this one. Hmm. I sent Powers a list of beers that we've had on the podcast when he was deciding. I just I just tried to be different. All right. I've never had this. That this is a new check-in for me. The Ooh. official Brew Styles Untapped page has just scored the Land of the Free level 69 badge. Nice. I'm much higher than that. Thank God, because that would look really bad if I wasn't. <laughs> Hashtag just saying. I'm glad to contribute to this great accomplishment. What? What? <laughs> cool. Whip. Whip. Wheat. White. All right. Whale. This one is... Not quite clear as balls, but no, it's clear. Would you say hazy or cloudy? Slightly. Oh, a little cloudy. Only slightly. Little cloudy. Yeah, only slightly. Maybe a little. Only <laughs> what was that? Still a. I don't know. Like a light orange. Still got some drainage. <laughs> <laughs> was that a drop? That yeah. yes, that <laughs> was me. He was extremely drunk that day. Wow. I was. I'm not, not sure. Surprised. What the hell are you doing? Ah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> the aroma is a mm. little subdued. It is. It, yeah, I was about yeah. to say. I'm not getting anything it's like pretty faint, like close to what I was getting off the past yeah, two Oktoberfest. Hmm. You do still get a little bit of like sweet, mm. like sweet grain, but yeah, um, yeah. It's just it's faint. Yeah, I don't know if I'd go as far as saying like toasted or bread crust. Something that wasn't as pleasurable. 
Thanks for that, Eddie. Uh, sample that you went to this brewery, didn't you? Uh, no, he didn't go to Utica. Utica, no, no. Brooklyn. Utica, Utica. No, I didn't. I didn't go to. We were in New York City. We went to a couple of bars, but we didn't go to the brewery. Oh, because you gave us all a glass. I could have sworn it was a Brooklyn glass. Didn't Powers just say it's based no. out of Utica? Well, it was brewed, it was uh, brewed and bottled there by Wait. the Brooklyn Brewery in Utica. Like, it's right there on the label. Well, a, yeah, I mean... It was, a, it was a Heartland glass. Oh, Heartland. We went okay. to Heartland Brewing. That's uh, right. Oh, yeah. I mean, sometimes breweries will have satellite locations, too. Right. Um, yeah. For example, uh, Prairie Artisan Ales. Yeah. Um, they're hmm. based out of Tulsa. They don't brew it in Tulsa, but they serve it in Tulsa. Okay. Yeah. They brew it just outside of Tulsa, actually. So, so I'm sure they've got a, a a location in Brooklyn, where which is where you can go. Oh, sure, yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> they, they probably do. I mean, I mean, why call it Brooklyn and not be in Brooklyn? That was the first time I had Brooklyn beer. Mm. Was in New York at one of the bars there, but we didn't go to the brewery. Yeah, that's okay. I was just yeah. curious. I couldn't remember if it was Heartland or, yeah, or it was, it was Brooklyn. Heartland. Yeah. That was actually a really cool place. I really, I've, I've enjoyed that glass. <laughs> I'd say I'm, I'm not getting as much of a full flavor off of this. It's, it's like just yeah. like the aroma. It's kind of light, light yeah. for sure. Yeah. There, there's not a whole lot to the flavor either. Yeah. yeah. It's not that it's bad. I, I like it. I think it's, it's safe. It is safe. Yeah. I would, mm-hmm. I would say that's that's fair. Yeah. Now the, um, the app. For BJCP doesn't say anything about intensity of flavor, mm. so you can't really dock it for for being flat. No, not at all. I mean, I think that this wouldn't score extremely high in BJCP, but it it have a, a pretty good score. Yeah, and I think the fact that it is not very strong in flavor would make it even more poundable. Yeah, I would agree with that. Certainly, yeah. that's kind of what I was thinking about. It's like you, know, you say it wouldn't score well. Or would it? Yeah. If the style itself was meant to be just a fast drinker. Well, okay, so an easy here, drinker. Here I go again. Diacetyl? Can we, no. <laughs> Not diacetyl. I swear to God, if you say diacetyl one more time. I'll be right back. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say was, you know, going back to Hackershore, that one. <laughs> That one was, I can do that because we're, we we had that first in this episode. I, I really think that we shouldn't have had Hacker Shore first. I feel like I would have been able to judge the rest of these much more fairly. I, I would like to say that on every Martin episode that we've done, the commercial example has been Hacker Shore. Yes. Yeah. Um, because every time we talk about Martin, so I was like, I'll bring Hacker Shore. Yep. <laughs> this tastes a lot like Hacker Shore. Oh my God. This smells like Hacker Shore. Hacker Shore is thebomb.com. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. Okay, but what I was gonna say. Oh God, careful. Uh, move that. What I was gonna say is that going back to Hackershore, of course, Hackershore has a lot of flavor to it, whereas this one doesn't. But that's that's the commercial example of this style. So yeah. I always compare it back to that. Sawyer, does Hackershore have your family like captive somewhere? Is that why you have to say so many nice things about them? No. <laughs> Believe it or not, no. And they're not paying me either. What are they going to do? Like, He's, What are they going to do to your family? They secretly bought shares. Oh, okay. They should pay me <laughs> for as much as I talk about it. 
back to the Brooklyn beer that we're currently yeah. drinking. But anyways, so the, it, it's just I don't know. That that's what I tend to do when it comes to this style of beer. Well, yeah, it's the commercial example. Well, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we we take that drink at the first as the first one, and we compare it to that. No. Yeah. Okay. No, you're exactly right. Yeah, no, you're right. Okay. I'm just, I, I'm just new. Apparently, no, I was you're mistaken. right. That, 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 that's why I say I wouldn't score as high as something that had a little bit more flavor profile to it. Mm-hmm. So, no, you, you're right. Thanks for that, Dustin. <laughs> Man, I think I'm, I think I'm right with you. If this were a BJCP judging, I would probably dock it on the lower intensity of flavors yeah it but by how much like are we talking slight f- well, so like to 35 low f- 35 okay. 34 yeah i was gonna say mid to low 30s see i might be in the the higher 30 range on this one okay like 37 38 because if you remember what your rating was for the same atoms 37 yeah. i think this would be higher now the other thing so think- i would i would have to sit at like 38 39 maybe even 40 on this one i, I like this one quite a bit the other one to think mm-hmm. the other thing to think about too though is that what if you just had this one first like not had anything before it i think it'd be great it it, it might change a lot of things yeah. you yes. know because we there might be a, pro, a flavor profile to it we're just not getting it because or at least me because we've had a whole bunch of different ones already and there's truth to that you know uh if this is the first beer you have versus if it's the last beer you have then you you're all we're human so we're obviously comparing things to what we've had before right you know same thing if marching contest the first band is is oh, incredible then everything else after that is just awful yeah and so it's all about the judging order sometimes you get a lucky draw sometimes you don't mm-hmm. if you go after something that's incredible and your beer is just kind of eh, then it's marked yeah. down more than it should have been yeah, yeah. versus so, the other way then you might have done better right yeah. i think out of all of the Domestic Oktoberfest Martins on the market. This is probably close to the top for me. Hmm. It is really good. I mean, the RAR is really good. Um, I I like this one quite a bit. I, I think I would yeah. like this one better than the RAR. Yeah. The RAR is is incredibly flavorful. Yeah. It is. I think it's That's too flavorful. I think, I think this one. Well, I don't think as flavorful as the same Adams. Well, no. I just I just think the same items is a little over the top, uh, kind of across the board. And I got diacetyl. <laughs> but I would say this one is definitely at the top of that list for the, the domestic ones that I've had. Mm-hmm. I haven't had all of them, obviously. I would like to. I could be talked into <laughs> a higher than 35 rating. Yeah. So if we were judging together, yeah, you know, that was that's where the conversation piece comes in. Right. Um, and then after we fill out, because normally what would you do? You would do is you'd... you'd judge the beer fill out your score sheet and then you would talk about it because you want your two scores to be within like five points of each other yeah so it doesn't all the beers like so it's not so it's not like completely skewed yeah um, right because it, there is some subjectivity to to judging the beer yeah but you have to try and be as objective as you possibly can against the guidelines which they tell boxing judges that <laughs> <laughs> well because you know when we took our judging class, one of the things mm-hmm. that a, the teacher said was, you know, sometimes the best judging you'll do is on a beer that of a style you don't like. Right. Because you don't have any preconceived notions about what you want that beer to taste like. Mm-hmm. So then you have to just strictly stick to the guidelines. So I would say that we know this style pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. To the point where I might not even have to read the guidelines before I judge this one. You always, you always do anyway. 
just to refresh yourself, but <laughs> bold claims being made over here. Well, I'm just saying we know what this style should taste yes. like. Yeah. So I'm not saying I'm an expert on it, but I'm just saying I already know what this is supposed to be. Yeah. And the whole point of it is it's all about feedback. So right. if you're if you brew a beer and you enter it to a judging competition and you get it back and you get one score sheet that says thirteen and the other one says forty five, well that doesn't help you at all. That doesn't that, yeah, that yeah. just means that someone didn't like it. So yeah, exactly. that, that's why yeah. they want to be within a certain And they want you to try and be range. as objective as possible. Now right. at the bottom of the score sheet, overall impression, that's when you can say what you think. Okay, so it so so that's the sub- subject. That's like kind of the general effect score, yeah. kind of right. Yeah. Yeah. So the the top part of it's all very objective. Because you mm-hmm. have to assign a point structure to it. And then at the bottom, the overall impression, that's where you say, this is a great beer. If I were to brew this, I might tweak it to include this or whatever. Mm-hmm. As a judge, that's where you can say what your thoughts are. Right. How many, points, not, how many points is that section worth, the kind of general impression section, just so I know? Ten. Ten? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So 20% of the score? It okay. does not go to 11. So, like, appearance, like I said, <laughs> appearance is the lowest points. You oh, yeah. Three points. Appearance is it the 30. right... Yeah. Three points. Is it? Is it the right color? Is it clear? Right. Is it supposed to be clear? Because yeah. some styles, you don't have to... They don't have to be clear. Color, clarity, and, like, head retention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Appearance and stuff. Yeah. So, affects the score slightly, but not enough to knock it out of yeah. contention for something if it's exactly. if it's pretty high. Okay. But anyway. Hmm. Good. I mean So what's your poundability yeah. poundability? Um <laughs> I'm I'm sitting here probably hmm probably at about a seven point five for me. It's good. I really would have appreciated more of a strong flavor profile from it for me personally. Um it's better than the Sam Adams. I think it's definitely more drinkable than that. Um but I, I don't think that I would, like, part of that poundability rating for me I'm finding is just how much I would enjoy pounding it. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, so I'd say 7.5 for me. Well, you know, it's funny that you say enjoy pounding it because that's that's the whole point of the poundability thing. Like, yeah. that we've had some Imperial Stouts that are just mm. absolutely fantastic beers that yeah. we'd love. Beautiful. But poundability would be like a two. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, so the, the two things, you know, you have to be really careful about splitting the two things up yes i absolutely love this beer i wouldn't want to pound it mm-hmm. so that's why we decided to start including the bjcp rating right to give that other other side of the coin so mm-hmm. but both sides of the coin are, are very high on this for me i'd give this one an eight for poundability mm-hmm. travis you know i think chris talked me into it i'm gonna say this one is, an, is a nine for me a nine even you know, Chris talked you into he higher did. than him. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I'm just that persuasive. And I think they both <laughs> talked me into a nine as well, because that's what I was going to say. But it's lower than uh, the first two. Yeah. Right. It's 9.5 and 10. Yeah. Mine were like 10 and 11. Oh, they were 11 and 11. This is a good beer. I like this one a lot, quite a bit. It's it 12. is good. Really I do good. like it. Good choice, Powers. Hmm. Word. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Because uh, <laughs> next up is not DMS. Next up <laughs> is Coop. This is the Coop Oktoberfest. And it's got a big K on the can. Are we, are we sure that's not supposed to be co-op? No, it's Coop. It's is Coop. It? Okay, I didn't know that. There's a I think there'd cock. be a dot in between the two. Well, that's what I would say, but when I tried searching it on Untapped, 
it, it wouldn't it when i just did coop it was it didn't bring up anything but when i did co-op it did it i don't know that is a big cock now i'm gonna read you everything <laughs> on the can okay 12 mm. fluid ounces 20 ibus 5.6 percent alcohol by volume mm. swarm 16 uh it says taking a step away from our namesake once a year, we craft a lager worthy of extra days in the cellar. The Coop Oktoberfest combines Munich malt, Bavarian hops, and traditional German yeast and calls for the celebration of fall's arrival. It's time to find a tent, fill your stein, prost, yodel, and polka. Uh, and then it says, keep cold, enjoy, and then recycle. I don't think you need to tell people to feel their stein because we did not check the explicit box. Yeah. It's kind of feel or fill. Fill. He said feel. Sorry. Uh, That's the alcohol. Now, I will say that these guys are out of Oklahoma. I'm erect now. <laughs> um, so, yeah. There you go. Coop. Mm. Sample is erect right All now. Right. And he's stroking his appearance. Ar- okay, <laughs> I would say this is hazy. A little yeah, hazy, hazy yeah, for definitely. sure. And actually, this is the first one we've had in a can. Yeah. Oh. And now, is it a real? Is it a real can? Ooh, it's a labeled oh. can or a real can? It's a labeled can. Yeah. Feel that can? It's a regular. So, can. so it's a can that they stuck a label on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I only assumed. So you, you can see the seam on one side. Oh yeah. Well, it's not even even. No. Like, like it, they didn't even it, label it evenly. Like it really sucks. Like anyone with OCD, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> well, poundability zero point five. Right. Yeah. Here. I haven't even tasted it yet, but this label is just making me angry. Yeah. That would seem <laughs> impossible. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this was... This beer is not what it seems. <laughs> this was canned on August 30th. Tell me that's 2017. It is. Okay. <laughs> but it's Best well, Buy... it's a, it's a logger, podcast, so. you never... Oh, yeah. It's it Best be Buy 927. So, four days ago? Aroma is different. Welcome to mm. Total Wine. <laughs> Total <laughs> Wine strikes again. <laughs> I'm getting something a little strange in the aroma. Yeah, this is a different smelling. <sighs> I can't smell anything. Well, I got to take my glasses <gasps> off to get deeper in here. All right. <laughs> whoa, whoa, hey. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, I smell it now. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. <laughs> it kind of smells like rotten food. Like <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> oh no. Because it makes you want a mango. <laughs> Thank you, Mariani. Yeah, I'm not sure what to say about the aroma, but there's just something. It's a little something that's okay. Off. I, I think I might be able to explain this. Okay. Well, not not in a scientific way. <laughs> diacetyl. Okay. No, it's not diacetyl. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. Acetaldehyde. Donuts. All right. <laughs> Donuts. When you leave them sitting out for too long and they get like real sweaty, <laughs> they, they, they start to have a weird smell to them. And this is what that smells like. All right. I, I mean. So it's like like atmospherically fermenting sugar? Yes. Okay. 
So like like gas station donuts. No, I'm kidding. My <laughs> Friday. Take that up with Zach. Friday. Friday. Oh, okay. <laughs> he works in that facility. That's he. That's true. He does. Yep. <clears throat> I'm um, not, I think there's something wrong with this one. Flavor, on the other hand, hmm, not so bad. Fair bit of sweetness. Uh, malty for sure. Low hop character, if at all. It has kind of a, and I know y'all are going dis- to disagree with me on this. Yep. It if you has say crackers. No, it has kind of a. A Tums chalky feel to it. I I was gonna say like I'm, mm. I'm I'm catching like the taste of a penny off like a copper taste off the back of my tongue. I don't know if I'm crazy there. Maybe a little. Yeah. Maybe a little. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Um. Okay. Well, I mean, it is from Oklahoma. You know. I mean, they just got out of three point five percent beer up there. So, yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know why why it's so windy here in Texas, right? Because oh Oklahoma blows. Because Oklahoma sucks. I can't make a poop joke about this one. Nope, <laughs> you can't. Anyway, um, unless you're gassy. I don't know. There's something a little off about it, but I can't quite put my finger on it. Watch, watch, watch. I'll put my finger uh, on it. I'm, I, I'm just not <laughs> there on the style here. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not getting that multi feel. I'm not either. All. It's the, the flavor is very close to the same atoms. Like it, it is has the sweetness, the fullness, um, much more full than the other ones. Okay, mm. but for some reason, I can handle this one. I can't. I couldn't handle the the, the Sam Adams. Maybe the, at all. the flavor profile is the same. This. Flavor profile is the same, which is not as intense. Is it really an intent? And maybe I'm. And maybe I just like intense flavors. You know. No. <laughs> I think I'm with you. Who? All of you. Oh. Yeah. Like a somebody. I think I'm with you. It's uh, it's you, all right. Do it's, you need assistance? Th- th- this is this is one that like if we had done this one first, I think I would have been a lot like 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 we were talking with like the judging thing, and I'm not going to get into that again. But like you know, this is one that if like it had gone first, I would have been like, yeah, this is pretty good. I a can get down with this. To it. I would be yeah, I would have been like, hey, I can get down with this. But after like all the other really great beers we've had so far, it's like, ugh, you know what? It just doesn't quite hold up to that. Yeah. I have a question for you all. Here we go. Do y'all want to go to Hurricane Harbor after this? <laughs> yes, actually. Yes. <laughs> That's a great question. Oh, my yeah, gosh. In the world. What episode was that from? <laughs> Probably the one where you got really drunk. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was... Oh, <laughs> I don't even know. It was so... Oh, my God. What in the hell? <sighs> so what's your poundability? Oh, forget oh, it. Man. We probably need to move on from that one. Five. Uh, um, no, no. I'd say it's seven. It's uh, an eight. Uh, um, seven. I'm 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 not quite as high, like I'm not as high as this on the as I was on the Brooklyn. Um, God. <laughs> All right, we're gonna <laughs> we're dead here. We're it's play, over. We're gonna play the break music, uh, so people can laugh. And then we'll come back with another beer. Are you ready, kids? Okay.
I'm glad the laughing fit is done because we're ready to move on to our next one, which is actually a beer from a local brewery. Instead. (laughs) This is the Wild Acre IPA Mondlif Oktoberfest style lager. What? Mondlif? This is the Legal Drift IPA. This is the Deep Ellum IPA. This is the Wild Acre Mindlift Oktoberfest style lager. Yes, it's from Wild Acre. It comes from Fort Worth. And this is a new release. Um, as far as I know, it's the first time they've done an Oktoberfest style lager. And it does say that on the can. Oktoberfest style lager. So they are true to the cause. They don't say it is an Oktoberfest beer because it's not. But it is in the is style that, of. Is that one of those, uh, what is it called? Appalachian? Yeah, I was going to say that, but I was like, it's not a mountain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is is Oktoberfest one of those? Um, well, from BJCP's standpoint, they said an Oktoberfest beer is one that is brewed by the Munich breweries and served at the festival. Brewed for the festival. Yes, so yeah. that's why they changed the guidelines to say Martzen and Fest beer. Because previously it said Oktoberfest was the style, but they uh, decided to change that in honor of that, which is fair. So, uh, cheers to Wildacre for recognizing that. Is that a real can? It is not. Oh. Labeled can. Yeah. It is Slightly a- better uh, sealing technique on the label, though. Like, okay, so... Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll give this one a uh, base five poundability based on the seam. Seems so, like it, yeah. <laughs> Five point seven percent. Oh yes, and uh, let's just give it a whirl. It has the the uh, ubiquitous uh, blue diamonds, blue and white diamond logo you see on all the Oktoberfest banners. So, all right, well, let's take a peek at Cheers Gander at it. for coming out with this. Yeah. Uh, it's clear. It's clear. Yeah, it's, it's not, clear, guys. It's not it's brilliantly clear. clear. Balls. No. Not balls clear, but pretty clear. No! <laughs> yeah, that's pretty clear. I wouldn't say it's commercial uh, example clear, but it's certainly no, clear. It is not commercial example clear. Thank you, Hackershore. <laughs> <laughs> pretty grainy aroma. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I get some earthiness. Yeah, there's a, there's a tinge mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Something. Yeah, it almost reminds me of my Lemon Pledge Pale Ale. Lemon pledge? Yes, Some, lemon pledge. That smells bad. Sir, we need more lemon pledge. Well, I do I do get not necessarily citrus, but something sweet that's not from malt in the aroma. It's 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 it smells like tea. Like unsweet tea. Um, like a herbal maybe herbal. Like Note. like craft tea, like Tiavana stuff. No, like regular unsweet tea. Because it makes you want a mango. It smells like <laughs> <laughs> like actual tea leaves. Oh, I think I, I see, see what, what you're saying. saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought you were talking about like like brewed yeah, I'm, tea. I, I'm I'm there with you, Chris. I actually I got you. Yeah. A little I, more I, I gotcha. earthy than the other examples. Yeah, yeah. kind of tastes like it too. Hmm. I wonder if that's a Fort Worth thing. I don't know. I just because there's, Rar, there's Rar, a definite earthy I'm, herbal I, character. Yeah, I was about to say like, it's not in the others. Because Rar has some beers like this too. 
it's it's almost slipped from that maltiness to that yeah herbal touch i think i don't know and i think that's the tough thing that a lot of new breweries are faced with is do you want to make a beer that is in the classic style or do you want to put your own fingerprint on it oh, and yeah. make something that is you know unique to your your own uh, style unique so, new york yeah this this could be whatever they have decided to to impress upon the world as their uh their Oktoberfest. Yeah. And you know oh. what? Like it, it it actually tastes good. I think it has like out, out of like the the past three or four we've done so far, this definitely has the more uh present flavor profile of any of those uh pretty much since the uh Sam Adams one. I think it has the best like like the more intense flavors okay. than any of them. I like uh, and I like that. I would say that this one's more of a harmonious marriage slash balance oh, yeah. in between everything. Mm-hmm. Luscious. With, with that, that the, I think this one's closest to the uh, commercial example. I disagree with minus the ar- minus the aroma. I don't think it's with the commercial example. I think it just is. Um, is I, I think it's different. Um, and by, and you know I'd say if you were going with your guys's BJCP um, judging, I'd say it would probably miss the mark on the on the criteria. Um, but as far as like flavor and everything else, like it's it's really nice. I like it. I disagree well, with everything that's been said. I do not like this at all. Really? Yes. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Well, explain. <laughs> it's just it's just that 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 earthy like tea note tea hmm. leaves it's not I, I, it doesn't taste good to it me it should be more german yeah it should be mm. i i love unsweet tea i you know that's i don't drink a whole lot of soda whenever What's i go to a restaurant I, I get unsweet tea i, I like Why? it but Ugh. i don't i don't like this beer welcome to texas where we drink sweet mm. tea and beer. Yeah, I don't like straining my beverage through my teeth. I like this beer. <laughs> straining my beverage through right. my teeth. Yeah, all that sweet, all I've the sugar, you just gotta like strain yeah. it. It's just gross. My, you mean you my don't teeth like, like grit together when I drink sweet tea. It's, you don't, I don't like Splenda? Like mm. No, I don't like it. I drink unsweet <sighs> tea. But this has that tea character to it, and I don't think it belongs in the beer, and I don't like it. Travis is really deep. Yeah, this this one's really tough for him. He's pulling a a Dougie over here and staring up at the ceiling. (laughs) I think a lot of people here should know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. I'm not quite as hardcore against it like you are. There is a bit of sweetness to it. There is a, a tea leaf character to it. But I think it blends fairly well with a a fairly drinkable Oktoberfest style beer. It's different, yes. This would I would give this like a twenty nine to a thirty two. Okay. On BJCP. And I wouldn't argue with that. Yeah. It's it's just it misses the mark on a lot of the the checkpoints. Yes, as far as BJCP is, is concerned. Yeah. As far as buying it off the shelf and drinking it. That's all right. I probably wouldn't buy this. That's mm. okay. I would be interested to try it at the brewery to see if my uh, perspective or opinion changes mm-hmm. a little bit. But out of the can, I, yeah. I'm not a fan. And as far as I know, this is the first time they've released this. 
Okay. Because I don't... Because, yeah, we were at the brewery couple, yeah. maybe a month or two ago. We're during the fairly summer. familiar with yeah. their releases, and I haven't seen an Oktoberfest yeah. in the I don't even know that they days. had this until you showed up with it. So, yeah. so uh, it could be one of those growing pains things that it's, uh, yeah. it's the first they'll, release. they'll tweak it a little bit and... Maybe make some tweaks. Get rid of the tea. <laughs> I mean, I like... Everything else that they made, I've, I've really enjoyed. This one, I think, misses it a little bit. All right, pound a, pound a little bit rating on the super pills. I'm sorry, what? Uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to say seven. Five. Six. I'm, 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 I'm going to put this at a uh, seven with, with Sawyer. But, I'm, uh, but, but mo- mo- moving from this... Back to uh, the Brooklyn beer. I'm actually going to bring that back to an eight, just because of what I've had so far. So yeah, okay. eight. Uh, Brooklyn gets an eight. <laughs> this gets a seven, just to be comparative. All right. I think we have thank more, you for right? that. Yes, we got more beer. Yeah, we do. We've got at least the bells. Fantastic. <laughs> Thanks to our listeners. <laughs> and our last beer today, guys. Welcome to the chill Welcome. zone. Thank you, NPR. Welcome. Yes. Do we have a new NPR? Because that was me for a while. Oh yes. All right. So it's still a nice, hailing, tasty, exactly nod to brewing history. Our next, uh, our next Martin style beer. He thought that was real. Hailing from Comstock, Michigan, from the Bell's Brewery. It's their Oktoberfest beer. Yes. Anyway, um, so oh, this is <laughs> you know Bell's is is still fairly new to the area. It oh, is. No. No. Are yeah. they? We uh, we okay. So recently, what was it? Maybe two months ago, three months ago. Uh, they had before summer. Okay, hmm. they had a uh, um, a brewery night at hot or not hot fusion. Wow. <laughs> At a uh, world of beer, world of beer. Thank you. And okay. I, I was actually the one that find out about it because I just showed up and had a beer, and they're like, "Hey, pint night." I was like, "Great, give me one." All right. And it was Bell's. Yeah. And so then I texted the group, and then he went and got a, a glass, too. And you can... It's got a nice little ring to it when you flick it. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Like oh, that. There we go. Yeah. So. Well, uh, this one's um, this one's coming in from Michigan. It's uh, got it's got a ABV of 5.5. So pretty much in that median that we've had tonight mm-hmm. so far. Um, doesn't really have guidelines, yeah. anything else going on on the bottle. Basically, he... He loves uh, brewing beer in fall, is what he says on the back blurb. Um, weather turns cooler. There's a bounty of foods, and beer just seems to taste better. So, yeah. Um, Actually, I agree with that. You ever thought about being <laughs> yeah. a radio host? <laughs> well, uh, this is this is pretty much my audition for every podcast in the, in the country. So, oh, if okay. you guys want me, I'd love to be your voice. Anyway... Um, <laughs> In a world, in a world, yes. This is podcast. I won't talk again. <laughs> um, uh, this one was packaged on August eighteenth of twenty seventeen, and has a shelf life yeah. of three months. So we are well within that shelf life. I'm glad this could get down from Michigan in time and be sold to me from Total Wine uh, before it's been there for a year. So that's nice. And <laughs> hey, he's catching on quick. Uh-huh. Well, your coffee. I'm going to be honest. Your coffee style podcast really let me in on a lot of these inside jokes, oh, real well, quick. You're welcome. <laughs> Very right, so clear appearance. Yeah, I do. I do uh, like. Would yeah. you classify it, this as clear as balls? Um, whew. What kind of balls are we talking about? I mean, balls. Okay. 
No. Like glass balls? I mean, sure, balls. if you want to. If you want to be glass, I mean, but balls. <laughs> okay, moving on from balls. Anything circular. No, it's it, it, it's clear as balls. I'll say that. Yeah. All right. Um, I got some nice jugs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, then. Oh, my God. Um, this one's um, somewhere. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I, I, I I'd, I'd classify this somewhere between like uh, like an amber color, it's getting deep, into kind of deep copper, copper, deep copper. Yeah, exactly. Somewhere between it's that, like kind of copper, penny colored. I'd I'd say it landed the appearance pretty pretty spot on for this style. I'm almost erect. Yes, appearances. Sample is like over erect. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. You're going the other way. Yeah. With a light scomy Ooh. aroma. Scomy. This is the first. This is the first one in a minute that I've had that malt aroma. Aroma like, kind of a nice. Yeah, the aroma is kind of subdued on this one too, a little bit. Yes, but it's um. Not but as I, much but, as but the can, Brooklyn. Yeah, not yeah. as much, but it's definitely a lot less than the others. I'm absolutely catching the malt kind of bready aroma on this one a little bit more than the past couple that we've yeah, done. Bread crust, toasty notes. Yes, mm. actually. You know, even going into flavor, I think this is the closest to Hacker Shore that probably we've, we've yeah, come across. Yeah, I'm going to have to admit my earlier statement and agree with that. It mm. really is. This is yeah. pretty spot on. Because I, I, I get, you know, I know you say you don't get a whole lot out of the, out of the aroma, but I get quite a bit. Aroma <laughs> is... <laughs> I'm sorry. What was that? Aroma <laughs> is... <laughs> The, the laugh. What? Ba-da-da-da. Ba-da-da. Ba-da-da. Ba-da-da-da. Ba-da-da-da. Oh, man. That's exactly what it sounded like. Ba-da-da. Have you ever seen the video where someone farted and made a, like a song out of their fart? Jeez. Oh, Can we move on? <laughs> this is a conversation that we don't have to have. Oh, was that a poop joke? Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> anyway. Um... <clears throat> um, yeah, I, th- I really do think the flavor, appearance, aroma, and everything is pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. It's not as clear as the Hacker Shore, but, you know, aromas, I mean, uh, sorry, appearance is only worth three points. So, as BJCP, I would say this one is probably low to mid-40s for me. Yeah. I like that, yeah. Um, he likes this beer. I really don't have any complaints about this. No. Yeah, no, this is actually... Quite good. I'm looking for things to say uh, negative about it, but I I can't. So I could drink this all day. Yeah this this is this is solid. This is a solid bookend with that hacker shore. Oh, yeah, like sure. it th- th- this one this one as far as like the American examples we've had so far is definitely the closest to that. Um, and I think yeah you guys have already said that, but it's um it's it's almost striking how similar it is to it. I think uh it's a little bit more subdued than that but it's it's definitely got that and it's and it's nailed it i think it did very well with this yeah i'd say poundability on this one for me would be nine mm-hmm. nine. 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 <laughs> nine 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 yeah. Cool. Okay. Anything else on uh, Anything else on Martin? You want to 
regale us with? No, not really, except for Hacker Shore is awesome. (laughs) Thank you for that. No, Mm -hmm. I'm not being paid to say that. Thanks for that, Sawyer. And they don't have your family locked up somewhere in Germany. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, thank you for uh, joining us again for yet another episode of Brew Styles. Brew Styles. Styles. Marts and Oktoberfest 3.0. Right. Mm -hmm. Join us next week when we, well, move around Europe a little bit. Belgian IPA is next. Just going to shuffle it around a bit. Well, goodbye! Cheers until then.